2: All right. Very disappointing loss for the Padres tonight to the Dodgers in 10 innings. Um, a lot of questionable questionable decisions late there from Bob Melvin in the 10th inning. We're going to get into it. John and Jim with you on the wrap-up show. As always, we appreciate the support. So as you make your way in, subscribe, um, smash the like button for us. If you're a Padres fan, you got to subscribe. Uh, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Consider becoming a member by clicking the join button down below if you want the custom emojis and the badges. And also, if you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, click the dollar sign in the chat box. we see the Supers that have already rolled in. As you know, we get to all of the Super Chats over the course of the show. Uh, Jim, let's just start in the 10th inning. I mean, there's a lot to get into into this game. But in the 10th inning, after a pass ball, they elect to pitch to Freddie Freeman with a runner third and one out. I mean, Freddie Freeman, MVP candidate Freddie Freeman, is not a good Candidate there for Steven Wilson, right? You'd prefer mm-hmm. you would think first and third. Set up a double play, and you're facing anyone but Freddie Freeman. Freeman comes through, and then bottom of the inning, it was kind of a bizarre turn of events. Grisham bats for himself. He's completely lost at the plate. He tries to bunt to score a run from third with one out. That doesn't work. He then strikes out looking again, and the Padres lose the game
0: one to nothing. You said it on Twitter. I quote tweeted it and said the exact same thing. That was a poorly managed 10th inning by Bob Melvin. That was really bad. Mm-hmm. You, first off, don't walk Freddie Freeman with one out. I, I don't, I just don't understand that at all because the guy behind him has what, 11, 12 double plays hit into this year, yet you elect a pitch to the eventual batting champion of the national league didn't make any sense. That was poorly, just poor decision. Number one, actually he made three. I think you pinch yeah, what was hit, the other one. The, you pinch hit for Josh, but you pinch hit Josh bell. Yeah. Start the
2: inning. You didn't need to, to do start that the inning. Yeah.
0: Like, why are you doing like, why are you doing that? You could have saved bell for Grisham's spot if you wanted to, or, I don't know. You have a guy in your bench that has five walk offs this year, has a little bit of magic in late inning games, named Jorge Alfaro. Yep. I'm not saying that the, maybe the numbers yep. don't look good, but you don't think that you put Al- Alfaro in that situation? He's going to have just a little bit of confidence there, right? Because I do. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, Bob, like Bob Melvin's in a lot of great stuff, but that was that was a really bad job by him. And then pinch hitting Trent Grisham for a Zocar, what the fuck? Well, that
2: that was earlier. So that was not Grisham's first plate appearance.
0: But you well, could have. But still, even for you could have pitched it for Grisham. So not yeah. pitching for Grisham, like, what the fuck are you doing? Why I mean, is he, why is he is, in that situation? When's the last time Grisham had a hit? I don't, it <laughs> doesn't matter. He's, he's not, he's, he is uh, last guy on this bench. I would pitch in anybody else before him right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be – I really don't know if he's going to be on the playoff
2: roster. Of course, they need to get to the playoffs. You can't throw away games, okay? So They'll be on the
0: playoff roster because they need outfielders.
2: Well, exactly. I mean, they, they do, but it's like you need to get to the playoffs. And this 10th inning, you need to treat this 10th inning like you're playing for your playoff lives because that's how this works. I mean, this game is there for the taking. The Dodgers have not done anything with men in scoring position for two games. You can't lose a game when the Dodgers score one run in 10 innings. Like you have to find a way. And they had chances. They had first and third in this game. Um, after Machado singled, stole a base. They didn't send him on that base hit. They didn't score with one out in that inning. And then runner third with one out in the 10th inning, they don't score. And the difference between Dodgers and the Padres by and large is the Dodgers come through in clutch spots. And the Padres haven't to the same consistency. And this is a game you just should win. I'm sorry. Like this – This series should be San Diego's. Dodgers are not playing for a lot. This is a very winnable game, and it was poorly managed in the 10th inning. Let's get to these Supers. We're going to get to all the
0: Supers here over the course of the hour. Please get them in. In, We we appreciate your support on the channel. What do you got? Like, nothing really changed after tonight. You still got – you still – you still magic number is four, right? Well, yeah, a lot changed because you didn't lower your magic number. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you didn't – you didn't – it's fine, right? Magic number is still four. You want it to lower, well, but it's it, can't still four. it can't go Can't <laughs> go up. Um, but at the same time, like these type of decisions that Bob Melvin made in this game are it's like a, it's like a warm-up for postseason. Hmm. Cause in postseason That's it's gonna true. be magnified by a million. And if this happened in a postseason game, holy shit. Then you got problems.
2: But but this is, to your point, and you're a 1,000% right, but you got problems today because this game needs to be managed like it's a postseason game. You know what happens tomorrow, Jim, if the Brewers win and you lose? I mean, you're playing the Dodgers. The Brewers are playing the Marlins at home. Is it inconceivable to think the Dodgers win tomorrow and the Brewers win tomorrow? It's Your margins going to get tighter and tighter. I mean, you're going to be playing tighter. Like, this is a night where if you win this game, you're going to the postseason. Clearly, you lose tonight, the Brewers win, and everything is still up in the air. You should feel good about the position you're in. Philadelphia has struggled. Milwaukee is still well behind you, but there's work to be done. And you're not just going to get in because Milwaukee is guaranteed to lose four of their last seven games. In fact, they probably won't do that. They're playing Miami and Arizona.
0: And, and here's the thing, too. Even if Bob Melvin did different pitch hitting situations and didn't have Josh Bell it's there, a guarantee and then that they win. it's no guarantee. It's no guarantee that if they if he hit Alfaro for uh Grisham there or saved Josh Bell for Grisham's spot and pinching him there, that, that that they would have tied the game or even won the game. No mm-hmm. guarantees there. But if you're telling me what gives you a better chance to win, it's not Trent Grisham right now. And by the way, Trent, you gotta swing the bat. I mean, <laughs> holy fucking shit. How many swing times the, is this gonna happen?
2: I mean, dude, you have to swing the bat.
0: Swing the it's fucking like, bat, bro. And, and like
2: oh, here's the thing: when you are 0-1 safety squeezing. You're lost. I'm sorry. This isn't so this lost. isn't a gimmick. We're, like, this isn't gimmick time of the season, okay? <laughs> you, this isn't gimmick time. And then when you're 0-2 after the ball, you're screwed, obviously. But you just have to. I'd rather him swing at a pitch five feet out of the zone than take a pitch right down the middle. And that's what happened here tonight. Uh, Jared, thank you for the super. Thank you guys for the supers. Again, as you make your way in, please subscribe. Um, Jared says, I hope Grisham gets DFA'd because that dude is such a useless waste of Effing space. Zokar GIDPs twice, Yep. but at least he swings at the effing strikes. And listen, Grisham's not getting designated. And to Jim's point, he's going to be on the postseason roster because what other choice do you have? But he, he's the last offensive option for Bob Melvin from this point moving forward. And for whatever reason, he's in this game in a big spot. And don't tell me about, well, defensively, it's going to impact him in the 11th inning. I don't care about the 11th inning. Gets the 11th no. inning. I only... You know what I care about? Extending the game to the eleventh yeah. inning.
0: I'll worry about it in the eleventh inning. Yeah, in the postseason, you can make things. You can. You. You know what you could have done? It. it you could have pinch hit for Grisham with whoever else. I'm going to say Alfaro. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Josh Bell's now your new first baseman. If that did he did he, did he who did he pinch hit for Nola? Yeah. Okay. Josh Bell's your new you first base.
2: And you could put all far with catcher. And guess who's and not in and center field? By the way, you Me- could put Will Myers in center field.
0: Or you can move Will to left and put Pro Far in yeah, center. Exactly. There Perfect. you go.
2: We figured it out. Wow. It's it's fucking just hard. Two seconds. The Jesus. two guys to do the wrap up show. Um, you know, we're able to properly manage the 11th inning. By the way, I could care less about the 11th inning. You have to get to the 11th inning. Right. Why are you managing for the 11th inning when you're in the 10th inning? You manage for the
0: 10th inning, not the 11th inning.
2: And especially in the postseason,
0: anyone, anywhere in the postseason, man, you can't do that. You have to manage for the here and now. You got to manage to tie that game up or take or win or walk it off. I don't give a shit about defensive replacements because you can figure that out like we just did in 20 seconds. Yeah. Like, and again, they've got
2: bench coaches. I mean, they've got hitting coaches. Like, you, if you and I can figure it out by looking at the stupid box score and seeing who's available and who's playing what position, then the Padres Mm -hmm. should be able to figure that out. As well, this isn't the 16 inning debacle with Tingler, but this was a poorly managed 10th inning. There's not a comparison oh, yeah. to what happened, no. right? Where they, I mean, that was an embarrassment last year, what happened there, yeah, right. Um, this isn't that, but this is just a poorly managed 10th inning. Uh, Vector, mm-hmm. thank you for the super. He says, Shocked by Melvin didn't even give Alfaro a chance. I mean, it is odd. And you're right, Alfaro, truth be told, his, his year's been fine. He's just had the clutch gene. He's had these huge moments, including last night. Not necessarily with a big hit, but whatever. I mean, bases loaded. He drew the bases loaded walk on that 3-2 pitch. It is surprising. Here's the thing. I, I'm always one to have, like, if you're Melvin and you go to the podium and you lose with Alfaro, nobody's going to be like, why would you go to Alfaro there? No one would ever be like, hey, you chose Alfaro over Grisham. Hey, you chose Bell over Grisham. Nobody would ever say that. But by sticking with Grisham, you're leaving yourself like susceptible to second guessing.
0: Like here, here's Grisham in September. His slash line, it's very bad. Uh, This is 39 at bats in September. He's hitting Mm -hmm. 077 (laughs) with a 163 on base and a 154 slug. I just saw someone post this on Twitter. Erica, she said, in 43 at bats before he was DFA'd. Matt Beatty hit 093 with an on base of 170 and a slugging of 170. So, so that's how bad he's been. He's been worse than Matt Beatty. And Matt Beatty than Matt
2: was, Beatty was not good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's shit, perplexing.
2: Man. I mean, you're kind of you're kind of wishing and praying it. It's kind of a right, you're hoping for something just because. Mm-hmm. But he's got no business right now playing. He's got no business playing. He just doesn't, especially in meaningful no, spots. Especially
0: in a situation like that like if this Why team clinches this game like if this if if and when this team clinches like and they clinch the five the five seed or whatever yeah, play them every day good play them every day who gives a shit but in the postseason and in a run one run game especially in extra innings no fucking way am i putting him anywhere near a batter's box sorry yeah i understand like azokar the last two or three games had been
2: you know whatever that means struggling what is it eight or nine at bats, I forget the circumstances that got Grisham into this game as a pinch hitter before that 10th inning, but I don't know. That's kind of forcing the issue. So, what? A has been 0 for 7, 0 for 8, and now Grisham all of a sudden has earned the opportunity to take that spot from him? No, I mean, this is a Zokar's to finish it off. I'm more confident with the Zokar in that spot, putting a bat on ball with a runner on third and one out than I am with Trent Grisham because Trent Grisham is swing and miss constantly.
0: No, he's not Uh, even swinging. Miss. He's just just watches. No, he's not even missing. Right. He's watching. (laughs) Even you heard Mud say, "Bro, you like you gotta swing the (laughs) bat. You have to." Fuck, dude. That was. I'm not saying that was a hanger, but it was a breaking ball up in the zone, and you just watched it go right
2: by. I mean, you're supposed to expand the zone with two strikes. Why would you look? Why do? What are you looking at? There are very few hitters. That are taking called third strikes consistently. In fact, he right. leads baseball and make, taking called third strikes. How do you not make contact there? Runner, a, runner at third with less than two outs. Just make yeah, like just do contact. anything. I mean, bunt. He's Mister Two Strike Bunt. I mean, anything is better than striking out. Looking in that I mean, literally I mean, anything. But again,
0: we 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 blame Trent Grisham there, but he was put yep. in that situation. Yeah, you're right. He didn't he didn't bat himself. A good so, point. like this goes back to. Bob Melvin, there are times then he, that he, and this is this is a good thing and it can be a bad thing, he puts a lot on his play. Like he gives a lot of trust to his players, even when they're struggling. That's a good thing, and it's also a bad thing because when it when he trusts his players so much, he puts them in situations where they probably shouldn't be in. Sometimes they come through, but a lot of times you see what happened tonight. He needs to take the bat out of Trent Grisham's hands. Dude is literally lost at the plate right now. You can't have him in that situation. So I put that on Bob Melvin.
2: Yeah, I do too. It'll be interesting to see what type of criticism Melvin, you know, has levied his way over the next 24 hours, to be honest, or if he avoids it. I mean, I think it's clear as day. I mean, this is from anybody, but us, honestly, we'll see. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, I think it'll be written about, you'll see if you hear it elsewhere. Uh, Jared says this and thank you again, Jared. He said, why did the, why did the morons (laughs) pitch to Freeman in the 10th? You know if you know, you know, FFS. It doesn't make sense. I mean, a couple of things. You, you don't even have to pitch to him before the pass ball. You could just walk him. Okay. And now you've set up a force everywhere for a second, third, especially because you got the first out. Like that's the biggest thing, right? Like, there so was no once outs. You got the out. You could just put him on there. Forget about the pass ball. Yeah. What are you fearing? The, the
0: multiple run inning, right? Like <laughs> if there was no outs, you don't walk him. I get that. Cause that, that's just, that's just dumb, right? But maybe you do. I don't know. But again, with one out, runner at third, there is no fucking way I'm pitching to Freddie Freeman. Are you kidding me? You're and telling me that I'm Freddie Freeman is not going to make contact either.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I'm pitching to him with a runner at second. I, I, like, what's different? Yeah, he's does, a base it, hit it, machine. What's, yeah, he dude, was, what's he hitting? What's yeah, he hitting Seriously, he's hitting 327 in 2022. Nobody hit 300. It's an amazing year. He's hitting
0: 327. And it's it's more or less, I think, what I'm. Like, upset with, yeah, tonight that that 10th inning was just poorly managed. But it kind of scares me a little bit because if this is going to be the stuff that we're going to see in the postseason, you know, like that's a little scary to me. Mm-hmm. How, how, if, if, if you're there's a runner on second, or no, excuse me, there's a runner on third with one out and you're facing the Cardinals and yeah, and if Arenado's at the Arenado's plate up. and the dude
2: on deck is not Goldschmidt or Arenado, you should probably face the other guy.
0: You should probably like, walk in.
2: Don't get me wrong. Will Smith is a very capable hitter, okay? He has hurt the Padres not before. not Freddie Freeman. Exactly. He's just not. He just doesn't get on base at the same clip, and you're so that, that's percentages. What,
0: that's what kind of is like, I don't like that because that could come back and he might do the same thing because mm-hmm. Melvin has these tendencies, right? And that's kind of a tendency that's not I don't I don't like it. You saw saw Dave Roberts the other night. He's not fucking pitching to Manny. Now he did pitch mm-hmm. to Manny, I think he did actually. Of, yeah. And we were like, whoa. And he struck him out. Yep. But again, he has nothing to really lose. And he's also shown that he's pitched. He, he he'll walk Soto and Manny and then just worry about the rest. Because he did that before.
2: Um, all right, let's get to another. I'm just looking at Twitter and it's
0: <laughs> man.
2: There's a lot of interesting things going on right now. Uh, please subscribe if you're here. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you want to make sure we get your comment, you can contribute with that super chat by clicking the dollar sign down below. It's a great way to support this channel. Again, the Padres lose one nothing to the Dodgers in 10 innings. I mean, very disappointing to say the least. And the magic number, like Jim said, remains at 4. Alex, thank you for the super. He says, uh, do you guys know who's tomorrow's starter yet have we seen that jim as of yet or not bob melvin has spoke with the
0: media i assume that's out i haven't seen it i don't think marty's there because she's not tweeting anything out um i haven't seen from kevin or dennis yeah I'm, I'm looking as well um nope last time kevin tweeted was seven hours ago the fuck <laughs> He was there tonight, right? I would assume. Not taking any days off now, didn't are you? Steal his computer. Uh, um,
2: Darnay. Mm. We'll we'll get that to you when we when we have it. Also, I'd be surprised if we didn't see it tonight.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't so see I'm it.
2: seeing a couple of people. I mean, does, does anyone think, I saw uh, in the chat, just as we scroll past Alex, and thank you, Alex, I saw from Sam
0: saying, okay. how is, is that
2: poorly managed? Is he talking about what we've been talking about, this 10th inning? I mean, again, there's no guarantee. Thank you, Ben, by the way, no starter yet. Um, I, again, like you said, there's no guarantee you win the game, but the job no. of the manager is to put you in a position, the best position to win. Top of the inning, they didn't do that with facing Freeman. Bottom of the inning, they didn't do that by allowing Grisham to bat. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean again you could have won like Grisham could hit a two-run home run. We it's baseball, he's hit 17 right. home runs. Sure, could have he could have had a, a bunt for a double.
0: I mean, anything yeah. can happen. It's the sport of baseball, you know? Yeah, like anything, but it's all about give like the reason why Katchups, they made the trade for one soto is give you a better chance of winning yeah. the world series. Yeah, I think Soto's
2: better than uh Eric Hosmer, for example. Who? <laughs> you know, I mean. It's just about upgrades and percentages and matchups and leverages and
0: circumstance. Yeah. And sometimes like you got to go, like you got to kind of take the book out the window or throw the book out the window here and and go with like, okay, this guy literally has not done anything in September. So probably not a good idea to put him in that situation. And I miss- worry about who the fucking center fielder is the next inning later. If we tie the game.
2: <laughs> I missed this by the way, from Ken, can I apologize? Just skip by it. My bad. Um, we'll get to all the supers if you want to uh, contribute and support this channel, and if you want to weigh in, uh, you click the dollar sign down below. Ken, thank you for your support of the channel. Thank you guys for hanging out tonight as well. Padres lose one nothing. Uh, he says bullpen is now absolutely cooked. No bueno. Oh, it's nice to win when you have to use your bullpen like this. We we can have that conversation as well. It's like the Spider Man meme. Snell ninety six pitches to go five scoreless today. Musgrove goes a hundred and. Six. How many? Seven, five, three, two, one. <laughs> Jesus, why can't I see this? Because I've been up for thirty. 100 plus. Hours. You want hundred plus. 106. So Musgrove goes 106 to go five scoreless innings, but it's five scoreless innings. And you're in position. And then nobody goes more than an inning. Hill, Garcia, Martinez, hater, Stephen Wilson, who allows that honor and run in the tenth inning. But it's a fair point. I mean, you've used a lot of your bullpen over these last two days. And when you use your bullpen, you want to win. When you get five scoreless innings, you want to win, right? This wasn't just, hey, whatever, we'll see if we can steal this game. I mean, this is a game you got to get. When you're tied with the Dodgers in the ninth inning, you got chances to walk off in the ninth. you got a chance to tie the game up in the tenth or win. I mean, it's a game you want to win. And, yes, they've used their bullpen a little bit, but guess what? There's a week left in the season. If the guy's got to work a little more, if you got to throw an extra outing or two, haters going back-to-back now,
0: mm-hmm. it's that time of the year, you know? Tell you what though, uh this probably was the best that Josh Haders looked. Oh my gosh, he was great. I mean, he was pounding the zone. Hi, Don, throwing <laughs> strikes, <laughs> blowing guys away. Saw he saw it off. Th- did he break Mookie's bat? I don't know. You're saying that soft liner to the left? I thought it sounded like he broke his bat. Maybe. With like a cutter or something. I don't know. But uh, that was the best that Josh Hader's looked in the Padres' uh, uniform, I think. Mm-hmm. What was that? I mean, yep. that was what, 10 pitches? Eight? Nine? It was good. He was
2: efficient. He was getting ahead. He was throwing strikes. He was throwing he 99. really
0: good. He looked really, really good.
2: Padres held the Dodgers to five hits in this game. Padres held the Dodgers to stand by. What were they with men in scoring position? This game, one for nine. They're now two for twenty-six. risk in the series. You should be two and zero. When when your opponent's two for twenty-six with men in scoring position, that's a lot of opportunities, but not a lot of hits. You should be two and zero in the series, and they're not because the Padres didn't hit with men in scoring position.
0: They were one for ten in this game, yeah. and they didn't score at home, which has been a problem. It's frustrating, man. Because you just you don't want this to be a, a little bit of a pattern going into the postseason. If this type of stuff happens, I mean. I don't have like the Mets or the Braves line up in front of me. If the Padres are the five seed, you'll be facing one of those teams. And it's like, if Austin Riley's at the plate with runner at third, with one out in the ninth inning or the air that or the extra innings, like you better not pitch to him or like Matt Olson, depending on who's behind Matt Olson. I don't know who would be behind them, but you you get my point. Like if it's, if it's so-and-so or if it's, all-star MVP candidate. (laughs) Like, I choose so-and-so. I don't care if you're putting him on. And that that's, like, it it didn't really even hit me until he got the base hit, and I was like, oh, why the fuck did they pitch to him? Made no sense.
2: Look at this chat, by the way, from Carlos, off topic, but Jim and John's mics are almost aligned. You see how your mic is going, (laughs) like, through? (laughs) I tried to line it up, but I'm not going to get too cute. It's kind of funny. Hold on, Han. Can you line up? Look at that! That's amazing. That's amazing. What? Oh, no, I got, amazing on, what you like, can
0: do on YouTube. There we go. <laughs> so funny. Thank you, Carlos. So if I stick ridiculous. my hand, if I stick my hand this way. Oh wait, no, it's this way. If I put wait, my no, hand this way, high five. Hold on. Other way.
2: <laughs> We're such. We're idiots. so stupid. I, I get all. into the podcast losing a four-hour game again. Um, And you work at midnight, back-to-back nights. Jared, thank you for the super. You need to do this. Sorry about that. Sorry, Ken. Sorry, Jared. Thanks. Thanks, Appreciate you guys. As you know, um, we're going to get to all the supers. So keep them coming. Thank you for your support of this channel. We need to tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz, by the way, Mm -hmm. who's in the chat tonight as well. We will do that coming up uh, momentarily. Please support our partners, including our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz, at Farmers Insurance. In fact, while we have a moment, let's do that. Um, If you have insurance needs, you got to get in contact with Mark Mark is a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan, and he's living and dying on all these games like we are. And uh, he's frustrated, like Padres fans are, based on what happened tonight on field at Petco Park. Very winnable game that got away from the Padres. But if you have insurance needs, auto, home, renter's life, earthquake insurance, Mark's your guy. Simple as that. He can save you $750. Please support a local business that does business with us. Please support a San Diego-based business if you are in San Diego and you have insurance needs. And he can save you $750 on your insurance. I have my homeowners and my earthquake through Mark. Trust me when I tell you he's an outstanding, excellent, excellent insurance agent. He's got great service and communication. We had a claim within months of me switching over my insurance to Mark, and he took care of everything. Made it simple, saved us literally thousands of dollars so if you have auto home runner's life or earthquake insurance needs and uh, you're looking for more information get to mark's website there's a link down below you can get a quote online you get all the information you need he'll get you everything you need on insurance he'll talk to you about the padres as well if you support this channel please support our title sponsor mark nimitz at farmers
0: insurance yeah all his information's above my head and nimitz at farmersagent.com when you reach out to him let him know that uh, john and jim from the wrap-up show sent you all right, so
2: Dodgers won Padre's nothing. Series finale is tomorrow at six forty. It is a night game. I do want to play Melvin, Jim at some point here this evening because I don't know what he said, but I'd like to hear what he had to say. Um, you think Valley Sports will
0: actually like release the video. <laughs> I think they typically do. I'll tell you what though. I don't know if I said the other night. Did I say that if if and when this team clinches, good fucking luck trying to censor these guys. <laughs> like, good point. Yeah, Come on. Talk about soft. I mean,
2: the, the, the worst case scenario obviously is, well, the worst case scenario. That's why they have a magic number. But beyond the worst case scenario is having to use like a Darvish the final day or two or having to use a snail. And I don't even know how it lines up the final day or two or three. Like that's what oh you're my trying God, to avoid, dude. And you could have avoided that by winning here tonight, potentially. What do you have?
0: I don't have the video yet, but I just read AJ Casavell's tweet. Cause Melvin was asked about Freddie Freeman and AJ said Padres pitched to Freeman in short, because Bob Melvin did not want to put Freeman aboard and leave open the possibility of a beginning. If free, if Freeman played at that run, Melvin was okay with it, knowing he'd have a man on second in the bottom of the 10th inning quote, it's our job to come back and score. Melvin said.
2: The crazy Once thing you- is, Jim, I mean, I, 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 I kind of, I don't get "quote unquote" like allowing the run or being okay with the run to score. I don't like, but that but I do understand that if you allow a run, there's at least a shot, a decent shot, you can get it back. If you allow two runs, it's a lot harder because now you got to right. I mean, you don't have that run 180 feet away, but that it makes no sense. I mean, come on, no, this is I, a playoff I, game. You're not trading runs. You're not trying to trade no. runs at the tenth huh. inning because why would you be playing for the eleventh inning? At some point, you need to win the baseball game right so try to win the game in the 10th inning i mean i'd no i mean put freeman on there don't get too cute don't outthink the room put freeman on and by the way if you don't want to face will smith put will smith on i'd prefer bases loaded one out in that spot than Mm -hmm. facing freeman with two bases open and a runner at third just i i understand it i honestly do in this stupid modern baseball with a runner at second and Some of the rules have changed. Listen, you can get the run back. You got a guy at second, too. It's not impossible to score a run with a runner at second. You have a 50% chance of doing it, probably
0: on average, maybe more.
2: But I think that you're asking for trouble with Freddie
0: Freeman in that spot. If it were me, I'm, and you're asking me, who do you want to pitch? Who do you want to pitch against? Do you want to pitch against Freddie Freeman, who's going to win the nationally batting title? He's a former MVP, one of the best players in baseball. Or do you want to pitch to Will Smith, who's a good player as well, right? But, I'm sorry I'm choosing Will Smith. I mean, even if even if even if you pitch to Freeman, they're kind of feeling in your gut he's gonna get on here, he's gonna get a hit, and they're gonna score a run. Okay, well, they scored a run. You're down one nothing. And you still have one out and you have a runner on first. And if you don't pitch the if you don't pitch to Freeman, well, guess what? They have no runs and they still have a runner at first. Now they have a runner at third, but like the point is the score make sure they don't score runs. Well,
2: the question now is, so if you, tomorrow you'd be pitching Darvish on normal rest. Is that right? If you went to Darvish tomorrow, he'd be on normal rest. Is that correct? Yes. They just had an off day. So I think he'd have to be on normal rest. Now you could also throw Manaya and push Darvish back, but why would you throw Manaya? Why on earth would you throw Manaya Automatic bail. When you need to still get into the postseason, you can't afford to just roll dice against the Dodgers in game three in a game that you got to win. Not a must win, but you got to win. So, I mean, I think there's really only one choice. Assuming Darvish is on normal rest, which I believe he is, how could you pitch anyone other than you, Darvish? This is the problem with that philosophy, Jim, in that 10th inning. If your philosophy is to play to win in the 10th inning and you come out with a win – then you can pitch Shomaniah tomorrow because you've lowered your magic number down to three. And maybe you can get cute, although you're not trying to throw anything away. But at four, now you, you can't get cute because if you lose again tomorrow and the Brewers win tomorrow against the Marlins, all of a sudden it's it's too close for comfort. So I think because of that, because you lost tonight, I can't pitch Shomaniah tomorrow. I mean, what, what's going to happen if Shomaniah pitches tomorrow? You think you're going to win that game? What are the odds of you winning that game? You're going you're to be plus 260 at home
0: if Shomaniah pitches tomorrow. Leon makes a really good point. It wasn't like we had Soto or Manny coming up in the bottom of the of the right. inning as well. So that like it's a great point. If Soto and Manny are coming up in the bottom of the tenth, then yeah, you roll the dice a little bit there. You roll the dice. Because guess what? Next inning you're starting with a runner at second with Soto and Manny up. Okay, I take my chances. Mm-hmm. But the bottom half of the inning, you had Nola Kim and Grisham. Okay.
2: You know, it's interesting. No, I'm with you. And, Leon, that's a good point. Um, By the way, Eddie says we're overreacting because it's one game against the Dodgers. Even if we lose tomorrow, we're still good. I mean,
0: are we sure? I mean, this this is nitty-gritty time. We're sure? I'm more overreacting to the decisions that were made by Bob Melvin tonight because I'm afraid that of the decisions he could make in the postseason just like he did tonight.
2: I'm more concerned
0: about. I'm more concerned.
2: No, I'm 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 I differ from you. I'm concerned about getting in. You you still have to get in. It's not a formality, it's not a guarantee. Mm -hmm. Right. You can, it's possible you just get in because the Phillies lose some games and the Brewers lose some games. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. But not a guarantee. No, you're not a guarantee at all. You're right. Um, Jake, thank you again for uh, your support and your super and your membership as well. He says Nola's pass ball changed the entire game, but can
0: we get some catches? Jake, so that I, can
2: catch the fucking ball! I know At it's least. happened in crucial spots the last two days, but I would say this, Jake. Jesus, but they're dude. still facing even without the pass ball. If you're facing Freeman there and still he loops the ball into center field, it's a run. That's the scoring. Cookie bats. Yeah, he's scoring.
0: Yeah, I just. I just don't understand it, and I hope that's not going to be a situation in the postseason where Melvin says the Melvin says, and it's and guess what? In the postseason, you don't get a runner at second base, right? So you got you know, maybe then maybe he does make a different decision in the postseason because they don't get the luxury of having someone start at second base. You'd hope, mm-hmm. you hope that happens, but tonight it just. I personally think it was a bad decision. I know Bob Melvin knows more about baseball than I'll ever know in my entire life. I understand that. Everyone in that dugout knows more about baseball than me. But I, I just think that that was a bad decision.
2: Yeah, I mean, there and there have been some moments this year where he has made poor decisions. And by the way, almost every manager, maybe they all do. 162 games a lot. I mean, it's very exposing. Okay, there's a lot of sequences, there's a lot of innings, there's a lot of moments, there's a lot of matchups. Mm-hmm. It happens. I would just say at this juncture of the season with so few games remaining, it can't happen tonight. It just can't. You know, we'd be killing Jace Tingler tonight. And we're not killing Bob Melvin, but we're mm-hmm. making it clear that in our opinion, Bob Melvin poorly managed the 10th inning and he and was outmanaged essentially. Because only one manager is being questioned for the decisions he made in the 10th inning tonight, and that's Bob Melvin in a one nothing loss.
0: So, A.J. Cassville just tweeted out this again. Um, yeah. He said, the Padres still haven't announced tomorrow's starter, um, but if it's not you, Darvish, they'll have boxed themselves into a corner where if they need two starts from Darvish to clinch, then he wouldn't be available for a wild-card series start unless he were to pitch on short rest. Okay,
2: so say, read that to me one more time, Jim.
0: He said, Padres still haven't announced a starter for tomorrow. Okay. But if it's not you, Darvish, tomorrow, they'll have box themselves into a corner where if they need two starts from Darvish to clinch, which would be, I guess, next couple of days and then one of the final days of the year, yeah. um, then he wouldn't be available for a wild card series unless he were to pitch on short rest.
2: Well, okay, if he pitches tomorrow, walk me through this, Jim. There's there's seven games. Tomorrow's the seventh to final game, okay? So if he pitches well, in the seventh to final, just hear me out. Okay. Okay, tomorrow's a Thursday, right? Then he's in line to pitch. Let's do the days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday on a Tuesday. So he's going Thursday to Tuesday. He'd then be on full rest for the wild card round on, let's see, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, game three. So even if he goes tomorrow – you can't guarantee he pitches in the wild card round if you need him to pitch again in the
0: regular season, anyway. What I think they might be discussing here is pitching Darvish Saturday, because then you set up for an extra day of rest going into game one. Now, to also the point of, well, they still got to fucking clinch first. <laughs> and darvish is your best pitcher and you need him to help you clinch
2: you can't pitch him saturday i'll tell you why because you can't get two regular season starts out of him.
0: i know let, that's what i mean so you, it's like so you
2: if, have to pitch him either thursday or friday because you have to leave open the possibility if you need him to mm-hmm. pitch him again in the regular season if you need him you have to have that possibility
0: okay so then you ha- then you pitch him right you pitch him Thursday or Friday. Thursday or Friday, and then. But it should be Thursday because if it's Friday, you're now pushing him back an additional
2: day for the wild card round. I'm 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 pitching him tomorrow. I'm pitching him tomorrow. Why wouldn't? Don't outthink the room here. Why no. would you not pitch you Darvish on normal rest tomorrow? Give me any real legitimate reason to pitch Sean Maniah tomorrow over you Darvish. Give me for None. the chat. And yeah, Jim, him. I mean, there's no reason. I mean, it's foolishness. I mean, right. if I'm the Dodgers, I can go to sleep easy tonight knowing I'm facing you, Darvish. I would I would spend all my time on that. I wouldn't even concern myself with Sean I because he's not – if he pitches tomorrow, that's foolishness. And that doesn't make any sense to me unless, you know, it's
0: late oh. and we work 24 hours a day, but that doesn't make any sense. All right, so let's let's talk this through. So Darvish, if Darvish pitches tomorrow – and they don't clinch by the final day of the regular season, which would be really bad. Then he pitches the final day of the regular season, correct? No. No, he wouldn't. He'd pitch the so second Friday's to final Friday's day. Monday. Okay, so he pitched Tuesday.
2: Tuesday. But here's the thing. <laughs> You'd still prefer not to pitch him Tuesday. So the goal then becomes do everything in your power to have clinched by Monday. Why? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't pitch him Tuesday, you just give him the additional three days to Friday and now he's on eight or nine days rest. Or maybe you give him an inning or a bullpen. Okay. you know. To, but that that's the plan. If you pitch him tomorrow, you do everything in your power over the next five days before he's due to pitch again to clinch. If you have not clinched by the second to final day of the regular season, he's starting in essentially a must-win game because there's two days left in your season, and you still have a magic number. So mm-hmm. I'm pitching him tomorrow. I'm doing everything in my power to get that magic number to zero. By the end of the Monday game against the San Francisco Giants. If I have not accomplished that, then I've lost a little bit, even heading into the wild card. Because now I'm using you Darvish, and he's going to be unavailable at least for the first game, if not for the second game. And of course he'd be available for the third game, but it's it's problematic. it's like it's of utmost importance to finish this thing off by Monday night, in my yeah. opinion.
0: Yeah, you think? <laughs>
2: Yeah, just because of the the the, fa- the Darvish factor, the Snell factor. I don't even know where Snell is in that, but you have to have these pitchers available to you for games one and two in the postseason to give yourself a legitimate shot to win on the road in a three-game series, I would think.
0: Yeah, because Darv- Snell pitched yesterday, so today, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He pitched Sunday. He'd be ready for he'd be game two, or he'd even be game one. He'd be on full rest Monday, for Tuesday, game Wednesday, one. Wednesday, so he could be, he could be like a backup game one starter.
2: Wait, well, hold on. He pitched on what
0: day, Jim? Tuesday or Wednesday? Yesterday. Yesterday. Tuesday. Today's, today's so Wednesday, Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday
2: Wednesday. Friday. that right? So he's normal rest Sunday. Right. So I'm pitching Blake Snell on Sunday, unless yes. I've somehow clinched by Saturday, mm-hmm. and I still may. I'm still pitching on
0: Sunday. Right. If you clinch by Saturday, you give him an extra day to pitch Game Two. So no matter, so Snell's fine. I think Snell. I think we can agree. Snell is good. Okay, Mm -hmm. he's pitching at least one more day. Musgrove, I think, lines up for Game Three. Correct. So Musgrove started today on a Wednesday. No, he pitched today. I know. Okay, so okay. If he pitches Forward, yeah. Uh, no, Monday. Yeah, so he pitched Monday. So he'd also be lined up. So Monday, for game he'd also two. be lined up for Game Two, right? Or three, or three. But you get my mm-hmm. point. Is like, Darvish is the only guy here that's a little tricky. If you try, if you're trying to line him up for Game One,
2: right now or you if have I'm AJ Game One. <laughs> true, true. But Which if I make people will right fine now with, yes, yes. But if you're AJ Peller right now, I'm less thinking lining up my rotation for Game One and more thinking about getting this magic number to zero and getting in. And the best way, in my opinion, to do that is to
0: pitch Darvish tomorrow. I I I agree with that, one hundred percent. But also, you got to think about every situation, John. You think about everything. You can't just be like screw it. We're not going to talk about the rotation of the postseason until we clinch. Like they need to be talking about that. They need to be lining things up they need, and they need to also make sure they're do, doing what's best for the team to help them clinch right now. Right. But you can't get, I, I,
2: I completely agree. We're on the same page. I would just say this. Don't get so cute where you're pitching. Show and
0: I. So pitch <laughs> in the regular tomorrow. season. Because pitching you tomorrow. think,
2: yeah. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, Sean Minaya has been exposed in the second half of the year. The guy might bounce back in 2023 somewhere. He's been a solid major league pitcher. It's not an indictment on Sean Minaya. It's just been a really bad three
0: months. Especially against the Dodgers. And and you're pitching him against the
2: Dodgers. I mean, what happens if for the first time in the series you go down four runs? I mean, you're screwed. So nobody wants to see him go down 3 nothing in the first inning. So I'm pitching you Darvish, who's giving this team as good of a chance as anyone to win baseball games this year. And mm-hmm. hopefully you can win and hopefully you can get this offense going and hopefully you can back them. Because tonight, you know, offensively you had Manny Machado, you had mm-hmm. Austin Nola, and then, you know, Camo for 4, Soto 0 for 4, a lot, you know, Cronenworth 0 for 4, Zocar Grisham combining to go 0 for 4. Mm-hmm. Now, Dodgers only had five hits, don't get me wrong, but you, you, you can't get shut out at home in 10 innings.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> you, should, and then- you just can't. And and then now, this is the exact thing that's happened in the last three series, right? You win game one against the Dodgers. Yes, you're right. Now, you don't get your ass kicked game two. No, this is super competitive, very winnable. Right. 100%. percent mm-hmm. But, like, you know, you go into a final game of a series versus the Dodgers, and it's like, can we fucking win one? Can we win one series versus them this year? Just one. That's all I'm asking. Can they win one series? One. No. And if you decide that you're gonna pitch Sean Manaya tomorrow, then you have just said, fuck that, we don't care about well, this is this like
2: twenty twenty when you were in twenty twenty they shifted everything around late in the season and basically I basically hunted on the destroyed division. Them we were, for it. But but they it this is even more egregious. Um
0: that was pretty bad too though. Way more egregious. I mean, that was the ultimate white flag game, John. I don't know, like it was the ultimate white flag game. I don't think tomorrow if they pitch Manaya as the ultimate white flag. Because you're still going to have the regular lineup out there. I don't even think they had the regular lineup in 2020. I think they pitched like Reese Kinnear and then went straight to the bullpen after an inning. Mm-hmm. Now they might do that tomorrow if they pitch Shamanaya, because Shamanaya might get lit. Um, but it's also a, a, another point here, John, is you've taxed your bullpen the last two days. How do you how do you even consider pitching anyone else besides you, Darvish, tomorrow? A guy that can eat you innings. And you, you're if you go with if, you, if they point. go with Shama, tomorrow, holy shit! I don't, I don't know, man. Right, because if he goes right three innings,
2: four innings, now you're asking your bullpen to cover another six innings.
0: And you don't have no you don't have any off days here until next Thursday. And guess what? If you don't if you don't take care of business next Thursday, <laughs> you'll be in Cabo. Right, exactly.
2: Yeah, I mean, th- listen. Is there anything? There's one really good thing that happened tonight. Do you know what that is? Um, I mean an excellent one, thing. Besides Josh Tater, there's an amazing thing that happened tonight. Was it vastly important? That the starter only went five innings. The Phillies lost. Phillies got oh, to pass right. you too. It's not just Milwaukee <laughs> that has to pass you. The Phillies and the Brewers have to pass you. Now Milwaukee's still a half game behind the Phillies, but True. if the Phillies go in the tank, we'll take it. I mean, I'm not gonna kick it out of bed. But the Phillies lost a game. You didn't lower your magic number, but you did against Philadelphia. And yeah. if Philadelphia doesn't play good baseball down the stretch – and by the way, Bryce Harper hasn't played well. You just lost consecutive games against the Cubs with your season mm. on the line. So they're not, they're not they don't playing don't go ready. home.
0: They're, they remain on the road, they're, right?
2: Stay on the road. Now it's na- it's the Nationals, I want to say. But Nationals got nothing to lose. Now it's Houston. And Houston might not have anything to play for, but I don't think Houston rolls over for anyone.
0: Well, Dusty so, did say that no matter what the final day of the year, he's resting all of his starters. <laughs> Imagine that's that if It just needs that to get in, then they lose to a Houston like, team. He's play playing, right like, he's playing. Like They're probably going to call up some guys from AAA or some shit. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. I, again, just go win games. You can't rely on the Phillies losing to the Cubs and the Brewers losing at home to the Marlins. You, you can't rely on it. Mm-hmm. You just cannot. I mean, Brewers aren't the greatest team in baseball history, but there have been a stretch or two here, Jim, down the, down the stretch where they've gone like five and one over a six game period you know or yeah. five and two um okay i do want to remind you about our partner aura Ora.organic. you can get 30 percent off your first order by clicking this build your routine button in the bottom right hand corner aura is a great company their co-founder will is a san diegan and a huge padres fan they've got offices in liberty station this is a great company all plant-based nutritional products probiotics i take one every single day trust me It is a great product. I take it for digestion, mental health. Um, Who knows what I take it for, but I take it for everything. It is a great product. So get the probiotic. Everyone could use one. They have proteins for after workouts, which are great. They have pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils, and immunity pills, and sleep supplements. I mean, literally something for everyone, yourself, your spouse, your family, your friends. 30% off your first order. You're supporting a local business that does business with us. Easy website to get to. There's a link down below as well. It's ORA.organic. Aura, 30% off your first order. And thank you, Will, for your support of the wrap-up show.
0: Yeah, go there right now, www.ora.organic. We were texting with Will tonight. I'm sure he's bummed that they lost the game. But uh, to make him feel better, go to Aura, buy some products, buy the Work It Powerful Plant-Based Nutrition Protein Powder on the front screen there. They got three flavors, vanilla, chocolate, and unflavored. Um, So when you build your routine, put that in there, get 30% off your first order, you'll thank us later. So the
2: idea here from T. Kelly of kind of punt on it, because Darvish, I mean, it's an interesting concept here. Anyone has a better chance of beating a team other than the Dodgers. Therefore, let me throw my best pitcher against anyone but the Dodgers because he's got a better chance of beating anyone but the Dodgers. Does that make sense? Like don't pitch him because he's got a better chance to beat the White Sox and don't waste them, so to speak, against a team with 107 wins.
0: Yeah, I understand that.
2: I think I got to pitch him here because then Probably I can so. pitch him the second to final day of the regular season. I line him up closer to the start of the wild card round. I think I got to pitch him tomorrow
0: hmm because I yeah. can't
2: pitch Sean Manaya
0: no it, sorry Sean like, the next time that you should be pitching is like a game that that doesn't matter <laughs> I don't know what are they going to do though because
2: without the off days eventually they're gonna have to shorten up they're going to go on three days rest to keep this rotation intact because you can't play the next seven days without pitching Sean Manaya as a starter
1: yeah.
2: so you can pitch Manaya against the white sox well, guess what? This is, to, this is why they're paid. This
0: is why they're paid to do their job. <laughs> yeah. And we're here to second guess them and criticize yeah. them if they we don't like it.
2: Yeah. No, I'm with you. Thank you, Awokis. Is that how you would oh, pronounce that's, that? That's nice. Thank you, man. Ewokies? Thank you, Uwokis. Like Jabbawkies. I like that. Yeah. Then Dom says we can pitch Manai against anyone but the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, there's that too. There is that too. Uh, While we have a moment, do want to remind you about Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. Make sure to check him out at loansbyomar.com. Again, brand new website, loansbyomar.com. He's got everything you need. If you're a Padres fan and you have any mortgage needs, you got to get in contact with Omar Sanchez. He's got a brand new website, loansbyomar.com. You can scan the QR code right now on the screen or you can text Omar literally anytime he's available to you, including right now. 619-387-7798. He's your San Diego native mortgage broker. And if you're looking to buy your dream home or refinance to consolidate debt, if you're in the process of buying or refinancing and you want a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, just call or text Omar. You're going to get a free consultation. Again, loansbyomar.com. Click the education tab. You'll get all the resources you need for first-time home buyers refinancing anything you need. So if you want to support another local business, Omar is a native San Diego and went to San Diego state is a huge Padres fan. If you want to support a local business that does business with the wrap up show, please support
0: Omar Sanchez at edge home finance. Yeah. Uh, text them right now. 619 387 7798 98 or text them whenever you want. Uh, and when you do let them know that John and Jim from the wrap up show sent you. All right. So thank you again
2: to Omar Sanchez, Again, disappointing, disappointing night for the Padres. Um, losing one nothing. We'll have you know. We'll, we'll have this for you. Obviously, we'll cover it tomorrow at three PM. We'll play some of the sound for you on John and Jim. Please join us on San Diego Sports Seven Sixty. I know Jeremiah just posted. Marty posted videos of the interviews. We'll have it for you tomorrow. Um, yeah. I mean, what what do you really? I don't know how you, how you defend this. I mean, I heard the quote you read. Hey, we can live with giving up a run there because we can get a run back. But then what are you playing for? You're going to win it then in the one inning. 13? Yeah. (laughs) Right. At what point you just try to win the game. So, yeah, I I don't fully understand it. I don't get facing Freeman. I don't get batting Grisham.
0: There's a lot that I don't get. If you were to rank like the decisions in that 10th inning with – um the pinch hitting of Josh bell, there, not pinch hitting for Trent Grisham and then not walking Freeman there. What's the worst one of the night?
2: Well, it's probably the top of the inning because the top of the inning is where you're trying to get to the bottom of the inning still tied. So what gives you the best chance to remain still tied? Probably not pitching to Freddie Freeman. Now what gives you the best chance to allow more than one run? Well, yeah, putting more men on base, obviously, but, I think it's a risk reward proposition in that spot. The risk of allowing multiple runs is worth the reward of getting out of it unscathed by not facing Freddie Freeman. So I think facing Freeman was probably as egregious as batting Trent Grisham, but you could say Trent Grisham because we watch him every single day and the guy just can't hit.
0: Yeah. I would probably go number one. Most egregious would be the decision to not pinch him for Trent Grisham. Hmm and then pitching to Freeman and then the pinch hitting for Josh bell there. I don't, I don't really like, like I don't mind the pinch hitting for him there, but the fact that you didn't pinch for Trent Grisham, it made me think to myself, like you could have pinch hit Josh bell there instead. And if you like, like if you pinch hit Josh bell there, okay, you lost a catcher, but guess what? You pinch it all far off for Grisham. You just gained a catcher. And if you're worried about center field, you just move. Myers out there, and you move pro far to center. Like you can make multiple moves there. So okay, let's let's say. Let's say,
2: say well, let's say you pinch hit Bell there
0: with the runner at
2: third for Grisham.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't, so I don't have really have much faith but, in Bell
2: either, but I, but, I have but more faith if in him than. If you're the Dodgers, you put Bell on as opposed to Grisham. You're not putting Grisham on because he can't hit. But would you put Bell on to set up a double play ball? For Kim, uh, not that it matters. It's not the end of the world if you do that. I'm just kind of—I I don't well, know if you the, do that, because then you're putting the winning run on. Yeah, I don't think you. I think I don't think they would do that. You wouldn't put yeah. the winning run on. Yeah, it was dumb decisions. I mean, there's there's no way these were great decisions. I mean, at least one of them was. They should all be second guessed. They really should. I mean, why wouldn't you second guess these decisions? This is clear as day stuff. It's clear as day. Freddie Freeman's hitting 330. Why would you pitch to him in that spot? Trent Christian's hitting 180. Why is he batting in that spot? Why is he bunting with one strike?
0: What's he trying to so accomplish there? I don't really want to listen to this Bob Melvin interview, but Jeremiah says in his interview, if Freeman walked and he would have stole second, and then you'd have two in scoring position. Is that what he said, Jeremiah? Okay, we well, might have to pull it up. Because <laughs> What? <laughs> How many stolen bases does Freddie Freeman
2: have this year? I'm I'm thinking the exact same thing, and I'm looking, and it can't be more than like 8 it
0: He's got twelve. Okay, which is a decent so, number, obviously. So then you're gonna then then you're just saying, guess what? We can't throw anybody out. Why? Because <laughs> that's our, what you, because our catcher's terrible, right? Yeah, that's what you just said. You can't throw anybody out, or catch yourself.
2: <laughs> and that's not really on the manager. I mean, that's an interesting way to look at. It. I mean, that's easy to say. But also, if Freeman attempts to steal second and is caught, maybe there's only one in 10 chance you've run yourself out of the inning. So what, what the f- – <laughs> Okay, hold on. Did he, did, now, did he say that? I'm we can, not. Do you I'm have gonna, from this or not? We'll play the two minutes if we have it. I have it, it from Marty. Well, you, I have it from Marty. Okay, get, grab hold it from Marty, and we can thank Marty. Robert, thank you for the uh, super. He says, put my eye in the pen and let Martinez start. It, it's too late, I think, for that, right? I mean, Martinez is not built up anymore. He just isn't. All right, so this is from uh, our co-worker Marty Caswell on San Diego Sports 760.
1: Pitching all the way around by both teams. Two really pit- well-pitched games. A lot of pitchers in the game. A lot of pitchers game through. You know, even Stephen Wilson makes a good pitch to Freeman. It's a blue pit. So it was all about the pitching today. They just snuck one across, and we couldn't. Speaking of Freeman, is there any consideration not to pitch to him in the tenth inning? Well, if you don't, and, you know, he gets on first, you got bets on second. You he steals second, and now you are dealing with a second run. So you almost expect at times in the middle of the order that they might score a run. It's our job to come back and, and score one ourselves. But Steven made a good pitch to him; it was a bloop. You
2: give them the credit. It looked like in the first inning, Joe made some really good pitches that they just fouled off, or did.
1: it's what they do. They, you know, they a lot of those guys do they foul pitches off, and same thing with Blake. You know, the, the night before they spoil a lot of pitches; they don't chase. They make you throw it over the plate, and they get themselves in good counts. But we pitched well enough tonight. We gave up one run in in, in 10 innings. It's it's, most times you're going to win that game.
2: How important would it be to take a series from the Dodgers or to not lose another one?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, it's just about right now, it's just about as many games as we can put on our side of the ledger. So, I mean, yeah, it'd be great to come out and and win a game tomorrow, but it's going to be the same the next day and the same the next day.
0: Any thoughts of letting Nola hit for himself the way he is going and saving Bell maybe for Grish?
1: No, I I like to first guy up, left-handed hitter, trying to get him over and or get him in. No, I I was comfortable with what I did or I would have done it differently. What is it going to take to get Grish going at the plate because he's been through it lately? We do need to get him going. Our best team has Grish in there. So, you know, you look at some of the production, some of the, you know, games he's had this year, walk-off games, big homers for us. You know he's had to sit and watch for a little bit. You know, hopefully that makes him a little bit more hungry. Um, a couple good games in a row is what we need from him because our best team has him in it. Is this the best you've seen Hater tonight? What he what he did? I, you know, I think really since the giant game he came in and got that save, he's looked good ever since, and it seems like he's getting better every time out. So he had to same, you know, face the same exact guys that he did last night. Came in today as he did last night, and it was really good again.
2: I mean, Jim, this point from Navin is a very good one. So, if Betts is already a third after this pass ball, even if he's at second because of his speed, a double steal isn't outside of the realm. But first and third, you can't throw down. He's right. I mean, you can if you got a competent catcher. If you've, if you've got Molina, then you can. There's that threat. But there's no threat you're throwing through with Betts on third. You're asking for trouble. I mean... He could score easily if you throw through, and if you do throw through, you're not going to throw out Freddie Freeman. So they'll probably just let him take the base to some extent. It's a that's a that's a damned if you do spot right first and third with bets at third. You're throwing through in a scoreless game in the tenth inning.
0: No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. I mean, that's Mookie Betts at third. All
0: right. So 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 it just proves my point. Bob Melvin knows more about baseball. Well, than no, the but there's
2: another. Now. But but that does, no, but that doesn't get him off the hook. I mean, if you're really trying to spin a zero in that spot. If you really wanted to spin a zero in that spot, it you could load the bases. I mean, that's unconventional, I guess. You say, well, why would you load the base base hit two run score? But I mean,
1: you're you really content with giving,
2: yeah, I mean, you're really content with giving up a run in that spot just because, because you're so comfortable. You're going to get one back against them in the bottom of the inning. That to me is just a little wishful of thinking. And then Grisham Batting for himself there, you're also asking for trouble if he doesn't come through, which he didn't again. So, I mean, it's a fair point. I mean, that's,
0: it's hard to disagree with that. So, like, you can talk your way through the scenarios with Freddie Freeman. I probably still would have walked him, okay? Someone might have told me, well, he's just going to steal second, you know? But that, at least after, what, 58 minutes of us talking here, we've talked through it, and it's a talk-through thing. And you just got to talk your way into all these scenarios there is no fucking scenario that you could talk to me through with trent grisham batting that situation fucking zero <laughs> right so that to me is the the uh, the thing of the night that makes no fucking sense
2: real quick and i know it's late but i want eddie can you follow up on this if you're saying this isn't little league john if you're talking about throwing down to second and hey in the little league or in high school obviously the run's gonna score I mean, I'm telling you, Eddie, that's a tough execution play. In the big leagues, a lot of times catchers eat that ball and do not throw down. When you got a winning run at third base, I mean, what are you going to – Not this team. What's your play here? I think the only possible way to go home to second, second to home to catch bets is the throw. The first throw has to be cut (laughs) in front of second. That's the only way. To throw out Mookie Betts at home plate with Austin Nola, who or whoever the hell is behind home plate, Austin Nola throws out eight percent of would be base dealers. Eight percent's a lot. Uh, that's a terrible percentage. Um, But Eddie said, "No, 8%. Eddie, yeah, cut the but cut the ball and throw home is not the greatest. <laughs> that's not a side. Maybe, that. maybe. I mean, I get it. Listen, that could, but it's Mookie Betts. Guy can flat out run. I mean." You got to have a well-executed play to cut. And throw. Betts is one of
0: the smartest base runners in all of baseball.
2: So here's what happens in that situation, though, Eddie. If the ball is cut off and Betts doesn't run at second and third, and if he does run, there's a chance he scores. That's fine. Whatever. We can talk through this. I know. We'll talk all about night long on the radio. But again, He's been great.
0: The, the, we'll, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll talk through it again. But again, but the only thing of tonight that was inexcusable by any measure, and you can never talk through it, is why the fuck was Trent Grisham batting? That's it, correct? And
2: and Rich, there ain't no two one two. No, it's not being cut by the pitcher, they wouldn't have had no, that. You're not the doing the pitcher that. ain't cutting off the throw, it's got to come from short or second. And it, I don't know, do I trust the Padres to execute that against Mookie Best in the Dodgers? No, not, not necessarily if I'm being honest, but what a night. Padres lose one to nothing. Before we get out of here, we do want to remind you we have a podcast. for the official podcast of FriarsOnBase.com. We do thank Eric Lanier for his support of our podcast and our channel, presented by Higher Impact Financial. Eric runs it, higherimpactfinancial.com. He is a San Diegan. He is a huge Padres fan. Are you wondering if you're financially strong enough to leave your corporate job and start your own business? Are you tired of being surprised by how many taxes you owe every year? If that's you, don't wait to give Eric at Higher Impact Financial a call. Along with that, Eric can help make sure your family is protected by helping you get a trust established. The first five Padres fans to call to get a trust done by Eric's firm will get $200 off, $200 off. So give him a call, 951-383-3033, to schedule your first meeting. Even if you just want to talk Padres baseball during this playoff push, Eric would love to talk Padres with you as well as your finance needs. HigherImpactFinancial.com advisory services are offered through WealthTech Partners, a registered investment advisor that only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Past performance is not indicative of future results. See the Padres for that. Investing involves risk and possible loss of principal (laughs) capital. Thank you, Eric. Please support Eric and our partners, Eric Lanier at higher impact financial. This is, a, this is a pretty fun inside baseball night of discussion, to be honest. I'd rather them win it and have these conversations. But there, there is some nuance here, and there are some levels to discuss, and we will tomorrow on the radio. Please join us, by the way, 3 to 6, uh, San Diego Sports 760. Who's joining us? Chelsea James, Washington Post, who was all over Juan Soto, potentially being dealt before he was dealt. Chelsea James will join us tomorrow on the radio as well. Support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He can save you $750 on your insurance. He's our title sponsor. There's a link down below for his website, Auto Home Runners Life and Earthquake Insurance, or ORA.organic, 30% off your first order. There's a link down below for that as well. Thank you, Will, for your support. And also, Omar Sanchez, Loans by Omar.com. If you have mortgage needs, Omar is your guy. He's a San Diegan as well. Thank you, Albert. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, guys, for hanging out. Live, on replay. Back tomorrow night for Game Three. Back tomorrow on the radio, three to six. San Diego Sports Seven Sixty. For Jim, I'm John. Padres lose one, nothing. Magic number still four. We'll see you tomorrow on the radio and on YouTube.